Speakers Podcast, and I am Pam Perry, your host, and we have something special today. We are we are actually going to have a guest here today, and he is actually um, on the line right now, and if he can kind of, uh, the background noise, I hear a little bit as we kind of tune that down, or maybe bring it up to your ear. <laughs> okay. So, all right. No speaker. That's perfect. Perfect. There we go. Okay. All right. So we're going to be talking with Michael Wynn. Let me tell you a little bit about Coach Mike. Okay. He is CEO of Coach Wynn LLC, and he is a habit success strategist, motivational speaker, and author. He is also a certified authenticity coach, literacy trainer, and certified fraud examiner. So Mike uses his experience to coach and speak to individuals. Mike has also spoken with small businesses, nonprofits, corporations to help clients optimize their daily performance, grow their business, protect their business, and manage stress. He also prepares them for financial health and fitness, a habit matrix, which we'll get in today. We're going to talk about some success habits to really power up your day in your life. Michael is also writing a book called Habits Don't Lie that will be released soon. And his book is about how he overcame depression bipolar disorder by using habits. He uses his authentic voice and he gives thought-provoking entertainment and motivational support to his audiences. He is a proud recipient of the Outstanding Financial Literacy Award from the Michigan Accounting Aid Society. And if you want to contact Mike Wynn, you can go to michaelwynn.com, but we affectionately call him Coach Wynn, W-I-N, but his last name is actually W-Y-N-N. So welcome, Michael. How are you? I'm doing fine, Pam. And how about yourself? You sound great today. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I am actually... uh, I am actually doing excellent. Okay. Yes. But we're using a new format today. We're actually using Anchor. So you're actually the first guest I've actually had on here. Great. And um, all right, I want, if I put you up to my ear, it seems like you're yelling, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can you hear me okay? Yes. I don't want to do speaker, but I guess I'm going to have to. Okay. So what we're going to talk today a little bit about is about these habits, really kind of like habits don't lie. But kind of give us some like success habits that people can use to really help them that uh, power up their day. And then how habits really affected you in terms of how it really helped you overcome your depression and bipolar disorder by using habits. That's an interesting. I've never heard that before. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I have like foundational habits that I that I did use to, to get over my disorder, but I have habits that. I took from that, you know, that I had to actually um, condense them for the each day. Like, for instance, when I wake up, um, at least the first two to three hours, I, I think about the intentions that I want for that day. Um, starting out with, um, I don't, the social media, the news, I just eliminate that. I listen to music. Mm-hmm. I, uh, on a practice, I actually get up and work out for like 15 minutes. I'm, I am, I am. Um, experiencing with yoga so I get up and do ah. stretching and um I will actually do that as early as four in the morning <laughs> and uh I just prepare myself with that and, and meditation and prayer because 
my intentions is set objectives and goals for the day. And mm -hmm. I know that my day is outlined with success if I just have that thought in mind, you know, as well as my affirmations. Affirmations don't work for a lot of people, but I have made it uh, a point to drive what I feel and how I want to feel throughout that day with my affirmations. So ah. I have a number of, uh, of, of daily habits that I just have, I live with. And um, those are few um, in addition to my health. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I uh, live by health code in the sense that I had to recognize a lot of things that I was doing wrong with my disorder. And mm -hmm. one of them was eating and the sensitivity huh? with food and how those things make you feel. And I would uh, challenge anyone to know that that, that is a, a byproduct to uh, any stress or disorder is what they eat and how they um, monitor what they're eating. So I, I take notice to that. Um, so, so that's true. So you didn't put yourself on like a diet per se. You more or less like cut out Give us some of the foods that you cut out that uh, were your foods and foods that you were sensitive to. Well, candy. I was, ah, uh, sugar. I was, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, sugar busters. Sugar. Yeah. I was a sugar fanatic with, in between Reese cups and all those other things. That I should have. Mm -hmm. And uh, sugar sensitivity is is, uh, is is something that creep up on everybody for a lot of things. But yeah, mm -hmm. that was a habit that I had to break. They say <laughs> sugar is like more powerful to the brain than uh, crack cocaine. Oh, it and, is. Yeah, yeah. And I and I was like amazed. I was like, really? It says, yes, once you have it, you keep feeding it. And then there's a big correlation between uh, those that suffer from Alzheimer's and and um, dementia, sugar. Mm -hmm. As well as cancers uh, patients that I have wow. away from it. So, wow. so those things that, that I mean, and, and then drinking water, being on medication, you have to, you know, really get into water at night and then during the day. And uh, you'll feel better. I mean, I, it, whether it's alkaline, if you alkaline your water with lemon or you drink alkaline, if you mm -hmm. just drink water, a lot of people hear different things about it. But I'm telling you, it, it, it really worked for me. It's just to pay attention to what I was eating. And it, it wasn't necessarily cutting out all the good things because I, I do like, I like to cheat here and there, but I'm, I'm conscious on what I eat. So how yeah. much water are you drinking? Is it like uh, 32 ounces, 64 ounces? Yeah, I'm drinking at least eight um, of the, the glasses of water a day. I, I kind of like measure. Um, I have the bottle waters. Uh, it's a 16 ounce. And um, I'll have them at work and I'll measure them out. And um, during the day from the time I get up and back to home, I would have at least eight bottles of water. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. You have just told me that I've got to up my water game. I'm thinking yeah, if I'm doing I'm thinking yeah. I'm doing three a day, I'm doing good, but you're doing eight. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And it's, you're in good shape too, by the way. So trip, but it, it, it works. It works. <laughs> yeah. So one of, the, one of the biggest things I, I work in Lansing um <clears throat> for the state government as well as doing a number of other things. So in the morning I have set a habit to say hello to at least 10 people and ask them how they doing. And it's not for them. It's for me. Mm. It is actually for me to, to, uh, to, uh, to set my mind to a great day. Um, and you know, the elevator people in the morning, they, they look away and they don't want to be right. Right. Uh, They're not woke in. It's like, I got to get my to. coffee first. <laughs> yeah. Just hello. is is a, is a, is a habit that I have you know, each mm -hmm. day. 
So step one is really kind of like getting ready for success. You, you know, you, you talk about getting up early, you're doing the exercise, you're drinking the water, you're doing right. meditation, you're doing affirmations. So what is like a typical day that you're getting up? What time? Um, I get, I, because I work in Lansing most mm-hmm. of the days, I'm up at uh, 4.30. Wow. Okay. Yeah, 4:30. So 4.30. So that means you, uh, you know, early to bed, early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. <laughs> so early to bed for you is what time? Well, the early to bed, I have to do better. I'm, I'm like 10.30, 30. Wow. Oh my yeah. God. And I have you... to do better. <laughs> I know it. And, and that's, um, you know, uh, but, but you know what? I'm a power napper too. So okay. okay. I, I ride, I ride uh, an hour to work to Lansing. I'm on the van pools. I'm not driving. And then okay, I'll, that's good. So that I, makes I a big difference. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that, that makes a difference. So you're not actually physically driving. So van pooling is good. And right. so the aerobic or you said like the yoga, that kind of thing for at least 15 minutes every yeah. day. And yes, you listen to music. So I'm going to ask you, Coach Mike, what kind of music are you listening to? What's on your iPod? <laughs> I am a Hiroshima radio on my uh, Ah, okay. Yeah, the reaction okay. moves in. And, and uh, also uh, incognito because they, they are, I'm a jazz person. And, uh, okay, okay. Uh, R&B, so I kind of like get into that mode. That, But I start off with Hiroshima because it's it's just mis- music um, and without a lot of words. But it, it kind of like set my mold into you know, my meditating spirit. Mm-hmm. So all of this is intentional. We've got the exercise. We've got the music. We've got the affirmations. We're getting up early. What is the diet? What is the first thing that you eat in the morning? Is it a smoothie? Is it a bowl of cereal, oatmeal? What do you got? Well, now, with the, the oatmeal, people who would know that the carbs are, I watch carbs because I was borderline with diabetes, pre-diabetes. Ooh. So okay. I have watched some of the carbs and I balance. So I do yoga. I do um, I do um, my own smoothies, mm-hmm. um, a boiled egg, and um, these little uh, cheese. Um, I don't know they call those little round cheese, whatever they, baby bell or whatever. I kind of limit what I'm eating as far as carbs and a slice of piece of toast. And I change it up because I do like oatmeal. Mm-hmm. I'll eat half of a, a bowl of oatmeal. I don't completely cut it out. I just, I'm aware of it. Um, again, that's a, a, a diet. As <clears throat> African Americans, we don't we don't pay attention to our diabetes and what the makeup of it. And when you hear carbs, it's not really people don't see it as sugar, but it breaks down into sugar. So you have that um, pastas and oatmeals and rice and all those things that, on a large scale, um, could impact your carb level. Mm-hmm, uh, or that mm-hmm. that um that H one level that they look at as far as pre diabetic and diabetes. So I, I I look at that as um in the morning if I start off just paying attention to light breakfast, um and I eat my eggs if, if it's the boiled or um cooked eggs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And to- you're in good shape too, by the way. Yeah. So. Um, I'm going to actually post this with the actual pictures of you. You had some great photos and that sort of thing. So I want people to actually see that we're talking about someone who is borderline diabetic. He was into sugar. He's in the car. So you look at him, it looks like he never eat any sugar. He doesn't eat any right. carbs. He's in good, good shape. <laughs> so that's one of the main things. So when you make your smoothies, are you using like a magic bullet, a Nutribullet? Yes. What, yeah, okay. I use a Nutribullet and I mm-hmm. have the vegetable. I have actually, they have some great recipes in there. And I, I, I yes. Uh, I switch up because I like spinach. I get into a lot of the green mons yes. uh, drinks and uh, strawberries, and I balance it. And then uh, I actually, uh, I'm a pepper, hot pepper. I'll make pepper, and it depends. 
when I go in the afternoon for my yoga, I make a certain uh, energy drink for that, you know, so into tomatoes and uh, beets. I love the beets. So there's a lot of things mm -hmm. you can switch up and um, it's really good for you. And then a lot of the, if, if we're watching cars, because you mentioned uh, pasta, you mentioned mm -hmm. rice and you mentioned potatoes, but obviously the potatoes, yeah. that's, potatoes, that's a carb too. Yeah. So one of the things, do you use like Greek yogurt in your smoothie or do you use like a protein powder or is it just all vegetables? I, I use both. No, no, I, I'll use, I'll use mostly vegetables, but when I want to, uh, when I want to use the yogurt, I'll use a Greek yogurt in it. Okay. And uh, yes. And I'll measure mm -hmm. that out certain days. I'll have that. And then uh, certain days I do have flax seeds and, uh, and the uh, powder uh, dependent. And the, the, you know, there's a lot of uh, benefits to just, constantly looking at certain areas you know the, you, that you can get from natural foods or foods that you can just mix in there so right i'd like ginger in a lot of my mm -hmm. smoothies gingers is really good it's good in, uh, for inflammation yeah. and then sometimes i put some cayenne pepper in in my smoothies even though it makes it a little spicy but yeah. that's really good it is and so one of the things is like you know mixing with different herbs so it's real important that we understand right now we're talking about how we feel physically affects how we feel mentally and also affects in terms of how this really sets you up for success. Yeah, so now we're kind of right. So now we're kind of talk about some of the things that you do really like uh, in terms of your uh, your affirmations. Could you read a couple of affirmations for us or, or kind of give us a, a good place where you go to get affirmations yeah what i i had um when i get up in the morning I, I i i think about myself and uh i had list out i don't have them in front of me I, i'll list out of who the person i am and i and i speak to it and mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. i i am motivate myself um just by saying i am i will i use yes. those first parts and then as the day left that uh yesterday is gone and today is here you know, and I have to make an effort, you know, I, I find something good and I praise it, you know, and it's just, I'll, I'll start off with that. And uh, I like, um, Cindy Trim has a book called Commanding Your Morning okay. and she has some affirmations in the back that are phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, when you finish it, they're, they're long, they're very long, but when you, listen to when you well you can actually go on youtube and listen to them but when you say them yourselves by the time you finish uh dr cindy trim's affirmations you feel like you could just run over a a, a fence and, and take over the world uh because <laughs> they are so strong and i'm gonna i'm trying to google some of them now so that um we can kind of get like some ideas of them but they are very very powerful it's, the book is called commanding your morning and uh and it is one of the most powerful uh, affirmations that I find. And she has some healing prayers as well. But those are some of the things that are habit-wise. Don't just do like, oh, I'm going to just do uh, a quick little uh, affirmations like once in a while. When we say a habit, when we mean a habit, that sure. means you're doing it like brushing your teeth, correct? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, you speak of your greatness, how you feel and, 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 and truly mean it, you know. And uh, I, I used to say, how are you? I'm, I'm doing just great because I'm having a great day. And it built from that beginning, that, that morning. And mm -hmm. I, I just worked with that. And it could be what they call affirmations or they could be uh, de declarations that you're mm -hmm. actually de declaring. So 
but it's positive from the standpoint, like you're speaking life to your situation. You're actually pulling that out in terms of what it is that you want your life to be. You're actually, your, your tongue is like a, a ruler or it's, it's the, it's the, it's the actual status of how you want your life to go. If you want negative things then you're going to speak negative. So we've kind of talked about uh, affirmations. They will inspire you and make it part of your routine, make it part of, part of the thing that you do. Do you do vision yeah. boards, Mike, the at stuff, all? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Do you do vision boards at all? Yes, yes. I, I have, I have, um, in, in vision boards, uh, I would say about 10 years ago, 10 or 15 years ago, it was very popular. And then they dropped off and now they're coming back in, in, in mass discussions when you talk to people. And um, I have, um, because I visualize faith a lot, I want to see it and feel it. And I want to identify something that I'm going to, actually see and make it happen so i have i have a, a a space that i visualize and i look at what this is how i'm going to make this um i had a client that i was working with and she asked me to help her with some things like that and we worked together and uh she made a tremendous uh improvement in her life and uh she started off visualizing the things that she wanted and developed them some things through that and became a very successful one she does. Oh, wow. I wonder if that person is, um, it wouldn't be Catrice, would it? A, a lady by the name of Catrice? No, this is okay. Catrice. This is, no. Okay, because there's a Catrice that's in Lansing as well. Uh -huh. So give me some of the things where, because um, getting over depression and, and bipolar disorder is pretty major. So uh -huh. what do you think, you know, doing the, the, you said the foods, the exercise, the, the mental. So what are some of the other things that in terms of habits that really kind of help you really get into a routine to either power up or de-stress? De Cause people kind of like really want to know like, okay, I'm having major issues and I can't figure out how to really get out of this slump. So give us some of those busting things that you did, you know, yeah. that you coach your clients for. Yeah, the, the the first thing that I that I talk to them about is is as the authenticity coaches is is, uh, is well be real is is feeling that you you you're not no one else and people pretty much place themselves in somebody else's uh, space and, and, mm -hmm. and just being authentic is a way to start and I, I talk to them about um, the gifts and talents that they have recognize what they are what how do you improve yourself. Um, I had to to go through that a lot because I was doing so much. I speak about that in my book, how I was just doing so much and not paying attention to my own ability to being uh, limited in some way areas until I make those improvements. But I had to be myself. And um, targeting success is understanding what is it that you want out of it. When you set up your success uh, goals, you want to meet those goals based on your abilities on based on how you need to work towards um, achieving those goals instead mm -hmm. of someone else's uh, way of doing it. Because, you know, when you go to somebody for advice, you work it into the plans that you have. And um, and you have to recognize all of those uh, those things that come with your environment. If you single, your situation is much different than someone who's married with kids. So you have to work mm -hmm. those things in um, because of the desire and the eagerness of wanting something faster than you actually can get it. Um, it's something that you have to recognize. So I, I, I kind of like 
incorporated all of those things together and said that I had to identify um, how I'm going to target my success. Um, I had a situation where I had breakdowns where I, I, I had to file for bankruptcy because I was going at a faster pace of building uh, businesses and not paying attention to my other responsibilities. So mm. one of the habits now, I have no money. And I, and I, and I was a, I'm an expert at, I'm a financial auditor as well as right. a financial literacy coach. So wow. I know it and, and coming back out of it, I have, I have more success with telling people that before you talk about uh, uh, acquisitions and, and uh, business structures and all that, learn financial literacy because a lot of people jump right into it, don't have a business plan, don't have a knowledge of it. And they just go in and they go in and they go in and they meet these obstacles and they become depressed because uh, they can't meet it. So some of those things I had to recognize and um, of course with living health and then I had an attitude of just win. And I, I talk mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. just my name, but yes. I choose that thought of just win. Yes. It's small wins that I recognize. I don't care how small it is that I pay attention I recognize it the next day in the affirmation that now that I won, I'm going to win more. And I talk about that. You know, I have that conversation with self-talk. Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. I like that. I found some of uh, Dr. Cindy Trim's affirmations as well. And one of the things she talks about, this is her affirmation that she says, today I am blessed. There is no lack. All my needs are met. I am out of debt. I have more than enough to give over and above my needs. She wow. talks about I have I have I confess that I only progress. I experience no setbacks and live a life filled with success. She talks about I walk in dominion and authority. My life is characterized by liberty. There is no slackness in my and God gives me the land. She's kind of like rapping here. Uh -huh. wow. <laughs> she talks about um, my home is a haven of peace. My home business departments and ministries function smoothly and efficiently. The Lord gives me all the right people to work with and for me. Together we work unto the Lord. I mean, it is a, I, I'm, I've read this and I would say it is at least 10 or 15 minutes actually reading this. And I'm telling you, by the time you finish reading this particular one, it is one of those things that it should start your day. She talks about commanding your morning, that you really do set the tone. And you said it too, that you don't watch the news in the morning. Yeah. You're not. You're not putting anything negative in there, and that that basically you're commanding you're commanding the mountains to be moved and cast into the sea, and so she's actually doing that, and we do that with our words. And you were saying again, affirmations are very important. Whether you're saying them, you know, whether you're saying them in the car, you're saying them in the shop, but you have to make it a habit so that you're doing it all the time. And that's what I really really like about when you say that you're a habits coach. You really Take your clients through a process where first you set them down and say, okay, now quit comparing yourself to other people. Yes. Do you be authentic, your authentic, authenticity coach. Do you think, and I'm asking this of you coach, Mike, we got a few minutes left. Do you think social media, people scrolling on Instagram or scrolling on Facebook or scrolling on Twitter really um, is a good thing, especially if you're dealing with uh, self-confidence issues or authenticity issues because I always tell people social media is great. I said, but you could probably bet that 90% of the things that people post really aren't true, right. meaning that they're not going to post real life. They're going to post probably 
the life that they want you to see, which is really their best life, which is okay. I, I, I don't want to see everybody's like, you know, just all natural out there. But right. when people are scrolling, they can't really feel like they're doing their best because they're looking at someone else's quote unquote, what they decided to post best. Yeah. It's interesting you say that. When I had a client, well, I actually learned one of the things that I do is I was the first 10 or 15 minutes with a client. I just listened to them mm-hmm. and they, they, they will nine times out of 10, tell me what their day is like. And I talked to this young lady and her, her day, as far as um, social media was very interesting. It was because she had a business goal but she also got caught up in just reading things that other people was doing and it just came mm. out and it just didn't really help because mm-hmm. she kept pulling away from, she had very unique skills, mm-hmm. but she saw somebody else that doing something at a rapid pace and didn't know. She even said, because basically when you listen to people, they will, they were pretty much sure they self. They'll keep telling it. They'll, they'll start talking and they'll start saying what they know they are doing wrong because she was actually saying, that she couldn't keep this pace or she couldn't keep this this um, this uh, this flow of information going as fast as someone else that had something totally different. And the downside was that she even said, I don't even know if it's real. <laughs> there you go. And say, well, right. okay. You know, That's it. It's draining, it's draining her energy yeah. watching someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so you have to use social media for what it is. You know, if people have mm-hmm. the opportunity to say anything, uh, people do uh, use it and they grow their business through it and they do it well. Uh, but you have to go in and you have to know, um, even posting every day, everyone has a rule of posting. Even if you can't find your way to it, don't feel guilty about it. Because I, I meet other people that feel guilty about not um, spending that time, but if you don't, if you have other things that you need to meet, then you need to meet those goals. Mm-hmm. So this is like the last question. This has to do with productivity. So, what are some of the things that you step up and actually do to take care of your personal stuff, your work stuff, or just to keep it all in order um, in terms of uh, productivity and 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 really, uh, I guess you would say, making sure that everything is everything is moving along. The train keeps moving. Yeah. Right now, I'm getting back into the, 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 the coaching part of it and the speaking part of it. So mm-hmm. each day, as, as I work with it, uh, one of the things that I do is I, I talk about tracking what, what it is that you do. You, you pay attention to how much professional development you want to put in it, how much you actually have and how much you're actually using. It's two different things. So people go out and they get so much professional development, they just shelf it because it's overwhelming. I look mm-hmm. at that and I try to, to put it in perspective on how I want to move forward. Not just with, with, uh, what I'm doing with my coaching and speaking, but my, my job as well. When I go through a training process, I want to make sure that I have that information that is going gonna, is gonna to be useful before I go to the next step. And when I'm starting to develop um, things, I want to do quality in terms of trying to really help if I'm going to work towards um, doing coaching online and doing coaching um, clients um, individually, um, mm-hmm. and that's I'm in the process of, of of looking at retirement very soon, so I have a little more time to meet one on one. So mm-hmm. it takes a lot of time to just map out and map keep out. these things. Yes, keep mm-hmm. these things in order. When you you look at um, business plans, um, I talk about my book is is personal growth and business. Uh, I'm sorry, 
family and business plans because we often think of business plans as the way to go to do it. But you have a family, um, even if you have the opportunity to help someone, you have to incorporate that in a plan. Yes, that's true. I'm a caregiver. I'm a caregiver. So I I definitely understand that for sure. Yes, Mm -hmm. because it's Mm -hmm. very important because your time, you have to put in that time and you have to go be able to work those things in as well as your business and then go back and and look at what you actually did if you were successful in those areas or you met your objectives and you make those tweaks. So some of those things, uh, it's so easy to be said, but people don't realize how important it is to have a plan or a mm-hmm. short-term and long-term plan. Do you, you know? use any uh, automation tools or anything that kind of helps you uh, stay organized? You use like Evernote, Evernote is something that I use. I love all the Google products. So I use Google yeah, Drive. Yeah, I'm on Google and, I, and I'm getting used to, to, to getting back into the, uh, the, some of the Google products. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have so many other government projects that I'm getting away from I, that I normally would just take notes, but I'm, you know, I'm, I, I went out and <laughs> I, I got into info, uh, infusion soft, which is a, is a wild. <laughs> a oh wild yes. Project. Amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. It does everything, but uh, yeah. send birthday cards to your, to your mom or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it does everything. <laughs> it, does. it does everything. And I'm still learning since I got into it. It's more than what, um, I was at a Lisa Nichols conference and I got involved with it. It was more mm-hmm. than I needed at that time. And mm-hmm. since I paid for the Kickstart, I said, I'll stick with it. And, and mm-hmm. one thing they do. You can grow into the, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they give you the opportunity. Uh, even time, They hate to lose a customer. Every time you're ready to break off, they want to hold you on for some reason. And I got other um, active campaigns I'm looking at and, and doing some of the, the things that are quick where I can get. Yes. Uh, marketing campaigns out so i'm working mm-hmm. towards that oh good yeah and yeah. automation is the key automation is. is the key you have to set something up once set it and forget it and so sometimes you need a va or sometimes you can yes. use uh someone like that it says you know and i'll this is a rule i always have if i only have to do it once then i'm going to pay someone to do it if i have to do it over and over and over again then i'll learn it but if i have to do it once it doesn't make sense for me to spend hours and hours for something i only need to do once Absolutely. so that's kind of like how i i phase like in terms of automation that sort of thing and so you were in the issue the magazine where uh, Les Brown was on the cover and you actually went to that event so kind of tell us a little bit about the event where you went to where Les Brown was uh, and his daughter Ona were there and what some of the takeaways you got from there yeah it was great it was great to actually uh, I was on the stage twice uh, the mm-hmm. opportunity mm-hmm. of power voice I I used to go to it years ago and I had not had the opportunity until this year, Pam actually promoted that you did, mm-hmm. uh, to, that I need to be there. And it yes. was great. It was because, you know, a lot of things that you were around people that was doing, they had so many varieties of telling their story, they expressing did. their story. And mm-hmm. you can you can see how you can fit into that, that genre, just doing something and speaking about it. You have, everybody had their own thing, mm-hmm. um, and but being around people and conversing with them. Um, the way the stage was, the way the people, the breakout sessions were. So it, it was, was powerful. Uh, it yes. was. Yes. And you being an authenticity coach, that's one of the things, too, you probably appreciate it more than anybody because you saw everyone did have their own flavor, their own authentic style. So that probably you felt like, oh, my God, I'm in heaven. Absolutely. Like, everyone. I, I, every, yeah, I can, I I can see how so you like that. I, I stepped <laughs> to a lady. Um, I don't know if you were there that time. She had a story to tell and did not hold back from telling her story. She's an HIV um, 
survived while she's working towards, um, she, she had to understand how it happened and what she needed to do. And I'm sitting next to her all the time. She's talking about everything but that and get up on the stage and talk about that and come back and say, are you interested in buying my book? I said, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? I mean, it was amazing how oh she is so, she was so authentic in what everything that she felt and her struggle and how she's dealing with it. You know, and that I'm is pleased. I was really pleased to be there. And I just think the importance of really going out to conferences really, really makes a big difference in terms of our growth, in terms of really making connections and networking. Um, at you know, one of the things that Jesus says, it says, I can of my own self do nothing. And so we need other people and there's strength in numbers. And I always say that, you know, social work networking is good, Facebook is good, but nothing beats face to face. So we have to always remember that we do that and that we stay connected to other people. And um, this month, Speakers Magazine is going to the Power Networking Conference with yeah. Master Master Networker, uh, George Frazier. He is uh, Dr. George C. Frazier in Washington, D.C. over the 4th of July. But one of the main things about George is that when he networks, I mean, this conference is going to have like thousands of people there. But he is so still genuine and he very, he walks up to people and he, he remembers names. If he doesn't remember your name, he makes sure that he will always says, you know, your name to you. And, and I just know that, that we're all interdependent. It's not always about getting, it's about giving. And that's yeah. one of the things that I see about you, Coach Mike, is that you're doing that a lot. And that's why you're so successful yes. and why people should learn about you. So tell people how they can actually get in touch with you as well. Well, my, my website, and I have my number and my information on there. You can either go to michaelwin.com or Mike Wynn, Coach Wynn, and that's uh, Mike Wynn, W-Y-N-N, Coach mm -hmm. Wynn, W-I-N. And I'm going to do some upgrades in my book just coming out this month. And I had some ups and downs with ah, it. I started mm -hmm. an accident in the definite family, but I am working hard to it because I know that it's going to help many um, understand um, overcoming obstacles or turning obstacles into wins. Yes. You know, and I, I look forward to that. Yes. Yeah, you are anointed for that. That is for sure to help people <laughs> turn them into yes. wins with that name like that. Yes. So I just really, really appreciate you for being on the speaker show today and uh, this podcast. I just ask you to subscribe, to share it, to rate yeah. us and to give us that sort of thing. And then also to what's going on new, just to let everyone know that there is going to be a new program launching in July as well. Right. A lot of good things coming up in July, but the branding accelerator program.com. You can go and get on the wait list, but it's branding accelerator program.com. It's great. Too. Yeah. Fabulous time. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Well, thank you so much for joining the speakers um, podcast and we will be back here. We're going to be highlighting great speakers like Coach Mike Wynn that will be sharing their stories and he is known as the Habits Coach. So if you really want to know how to get yourself in line, you know, whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, nutritionally, he can help set you on the right course. So thank you so much for joining us and we will talk with you later, Coach. Alrighty. God thank bless. you. Bye-bye. Bye now. And for more information on Speakers Magazine, make sure you hit us up at speakersmagazine.net. All righty, I'm Pam Perry. I'm out.